It's time to talk travel with Sally Lucas joining us. And uh, islands are always an interesting thing, Sally Lucas. Why don't we go to a couple today? Why not indeed, Jane? And firstly, I thought we'll talk about New Caledonia. And um, I wonder why it was called that, actually, because Caledonia means Scotland, doesn't it? That's right. It's got mountains. Yeah, was it discovered by someone of Scottish background? Perhaps or? they thought it looked like anyway, who what knows? they knew of Scotland. But it does have a lot of mountains, you are correct, which is why the airport is so far out. It's about 50 k's out of Numea, uh, Tontuta Airport. But it's an amazing archipelago of islands, and people just think of it as Numea and that one island, the main island. But, of course, it's got 55 land masses and a couple of archipelagos, and there's lots of other islands you can visit as well, um, not just, of course, the main island. The Isle of Pines, which is renowned for its beauty, of course, and the pines are fantastic, and the beaches and the water all around it. But even of that... It's sitting on this wonderful natural lagoon. It's the largest natural lagoon in the world, protected by a a barrier reef that extends over 1,600 kilometres. And the lagoon itself contains 24,000 square kilometres of water. We have sailed it, you know, with some friends down to the Isle of Pines. And, I mean, it is absolutely spectacular. And it's a little bit of French close to home. For those that maybe cannot afford to go to Paris or it's a bit too far for them to fly, you're only looking at a two and three quarter hour flight roughly from Sydney. Um, it's only got a population, the whole of New Caledonia, about 280,000 people. So you're not overpopulated. Um, and it's got lots of other lovely things you can do there. Now, needless to say, it's got exceptional rich marine life, wonderful dive areas, even if you just want to snorkel. Um, and lots of little islands like off the main island of Yumea, you know, like a Mayday Island, which has got the famous lighthouse. Now, that lighthouse, I didn't realise its history, Jane, until I started reading up on it, if I can find my page that tells me about it. Um, it's 24 kilometres southwest of Yumea in, in the lagoon, and it was actually um, built, um, it's got a great history, it's France's first metal lighthouse, built in 1861 in Paris. And it's a 56-metre structure, and apparently it towered over Paris for two years until it was dismantled into 1,265 pieces and transported piece by piece to New Caledonia. And then military personnel laboured on it for 10 months to erect it on a Mayday Island on the 15th of November, 1865. Wow. So there you go. And it was finally illuminated, lighting the way for ships to the entrance of the Bulari Passage, which is one of the three natural passages through the coral reef that surrounds it. So it's a lovely little destination. Destination. You've got beautiful French food, of course. You've got wonderful museums there. You can self-drive. It's a lovely island to hire a car and self-drive around. As I said, you've got the Loyalty Islands as well. Probably the Loyalty and the Isle of Pines are the two major other popular tourist attractions in the New Caledonia archipelago. And as I said, it's just so close to home. So just it's a worthwhile place to consider going, whether you just fly and stay in a lovely resort, whether you drive, whether you go and charter a yacht. Whatever you want to do, there's just heaps to do and see over there. It's certainly, certainly well worth it. And to have something like that so close to home, we're very lucky. We are indeed. A tropical paradise again? Yes. (laughs) Yes, a tropical paradise. Now, the other one, of course, is the complete opposite. It's over at Christmas Island. I just thought I'd mention that one briefly. You've only got two flights a week there from Perth. And, of course, it's closer to Indonesia than it is actually to Australia. But you can fly there in just under four hours with Virgin twice weekly. But the thing that is wonderful over there is the crabs. The red yes. crab migration. Okay. And David Attenborough describes it as one of the most wonderful natural wonders of the world. And they, when they spawn, they migrate from the forest to the sea. And it's estimated there's about 40 to 50 million that's a lot of crabs, isn't it? So yes. they scramble their way over anything to get to reach to the beach where they reach the beach where they mate. And they say it's 
they close some roads and vehicles and sweep in front of them because it's an offence to run over them. So many crabs, how could you avoid running over them? I don't know. But this phenomenon happens um, usually for this year. The spawning dates are 4 to 5 November, 4 to 5 December and 2 to 3 January. And apparently it's just, it varies every year because it's fixed around the phases of the moon. You'd wonder how crabs would know about phases of the moon, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, that is really interesting. And of course, it's it's a very small island, but you're close to the Cocos Islands if you wanted to include the Cocos as well there. And there's lots of lovely little things you can do there. There's blowholes that you can go and see. You've got from budget accommodation to not five star, but certainly, you know, quite comfortable accommodation. So from basic to echo, you even on the waterfront, you've got some lovely little waterfront accommodation. And there's a lot of things to do on Christmas Island. Just something really different to consider if you're over the WA part of the world. Why not pop over to pop Christmas over. and maybe the Cocos as well? I'm glad they're included these days yes. on our possibilities. Yes, exactly. Sally Lucas, before we take a look at airline awards and other such interesting things, uh, do remember that we do have a special draw to do with Talking Travel and you can win yourself a fantastic prize every month. You certainly can and it is a great prize when you think about it because it's often a hassle to get yourself to Sydney for a flight and particularly if it's an early morning departure and with traffic and accidents on the roads these days you just you know it's a, it can be a risk. So this way you could go into the draw to win return transfers from Newcastle with Newcastle Connections and with a lovely overnight stay at the Mantra Hotel which is a lovely four star hotel very close to the airport so that's all thanks to Newcastle Connection. So we do thank them for that. It's a wonderful prize. So don't forget to get yourself in the draw this week and you can enter every month and it's drawn on the last Friday of every month. To nurfm.com and follow the link down the bottom. The button will take you to where to enter. Good luck. In the meantime, speaking about winning things, are we on to awards at this stage? We are on to awards, and TripAdvisor have just announced this week the winners of its Traveller's Choice Award for airlines, and they do quite an extensive way of determining it. They use an algorithm, apparently, that looks into account the quantity and quality of airline reviews and ratings submitted by travellers worldwide over a 12-month period, and eventually they do come out with winners. And the uh, airline that's won the best airline in the world, which is really no surprise again to me, is Singapore Airlines. Um, but they've not only won it, you know, the best airline in the world, they've won it as the best business class, best first class rather as well, best economy class, and the various other awards as well within that. So within Asia, they've won it and internationally as well. So that's, that's a big feather in their cap again, because it's really quite a, you know, a huge award to be airline of the year. Um, number two was Air New Zealand, um, and saying that the... Um, what a lot of the reviews were that the flight attendants are friendly, courteous, professional, dedicated to customer service, etc. And they all love the safety videos. If anyone's ever been on Air New Zealand, they are so entertaining and they change them every so often. So they really make people look at the safety instead of ignoring it, which is a good thing. And they fly out of Newcastle too, <laughs> to places like Norfolk Island. <laughs> now, Emirates came in at number three. Mm-hmm. And uh, people said essence of style, class, comfort, uh, presentation, service, professional, etc., etc. Um, love the Airbus, love the wider seats, the more comfort. Japan Airlines came in at number four. Mm-hmm. Um, great onboard meal service, drink service, entertainment is great. Um, exceptional legroom, uh, outstanding crew. Number five was Ever Air from Taiwan. Oh. So there you go. And um, one of the comments was one of the reviewers said that. Uh, the uh, one of the things that separates Ever 
from other airlines is in the little things. I was blown away by the novelty of the character flight we took. So they made a theme. So everything from the pillows to the meals, it was Hello Kitty Cuteness Overload. Oh, dear. <laughs> that does sound interesting. Isn't it? Kids' meals are excellent. Small personal touches, etc., etc. Number six, Southwest Airlines in America. Um, flights on time, service friendly, efficient, um, bags fly free, um, which is not always the case with uh, US and all domestic carriers these days. Um, the other one that I was surprised too was Jet2.com came in at number seven and they fly within the UK to Europe um, and they say again that they had fabulous service. Qatar came in at number eight, mm-hmm. uh, interesting, and then Azul in Brazil. Um, who've got a fleet of the Ombrea regional jets. Um, they've said they service is so efficient, on time, etc. Korean Air number 10. Ah. Now, award-winning airlines in the South Pacific, uh, Air New Zealand for also New Zealand. Uh, of course, that would go without saying, wouldn't it? Mm. Qantas in Australia, though it could have been Virgin, but it was Qantas. Um, but Virgin did win a, an award as well. Um, best first class, as I said, Singapore Airlines. Best business, Qatar. Best premium economy, Air New Zealand. Best economy, Singapore. Mm. So interesting. Yes, seeing our way through the airlines. So and while we we're go. talking airlines, yeah, I Sally. thought this was quite. This is written a bit tongue in cheek, but it's quite a serious thing. Germs on a plane. They are there in their thousands, but you don't have to catch them. So a few righteous moves can help you score the most sanitary conditions while on an airplane. The worst thing in the world is planning a dream vacation only to arrive sick from a bug you've caught on the plane. So if you don't want to get a cold, flu, stomach upset, whatever. They say the perfect seat for a healthy flight is being far away from aisle traffic as possible to avoid the flow of germs. So a window seat. Okay. For the healthiest. Um, if you're stuck with an aisle seat, they're saying wear an antiviral face, face, blah, antiviral face mask. Sorry, okay. I'll get that out. If you're worried about looking weird, they say, remember that most of the people on a plane are either sleeping or in their own entertainment bubble and you'll never see them again anyway. And you won't be sick when you land. <laughs> uh, the other one, they said, is uh, to protect yourself, uh, your hands, off is sanitization there. And they say Purell is the best, but if you can't get the Purell brand... Uh, a hand sanitizer that must have at least 60% alcohol and clean your hands as soon as you get your bags up in the overhead bed and your seatbelt fastened. Okay. Every touch, time you touch a germ hotspot, sanitize up. They said include the recline button, the touch screen, any controls, anything you're touching. Um, every 15 minutes, they say try to use hands every 15 minutes or if you spent time fumbling with something, use it. Douse your hands in the stuff before you eat or drink anything. Um, the bathroom is one of the worst places that, ha- that hold the bacteria on a plane. Um, so that's where it con- congregates. So they say don't ever use the water in there. Take a bottle of water if you want to brush your teeth or anything. Do not at all use the water in there. And even take your hand sanitizer in there to use instead of water over the sink. And, of course, if you've got someone sitting next to you, I mean, if the plane's not full, you can ask for you yourself to be removed to a better seat, but that may not always be possible if it's a full flight. But certainly that's when you might need to pull out your, your mask and it wouldn't hurt having mm. that antiviral mask. Mm. So just some tips just to try and make that healthy 
or that flight a lot healthier, particularly if it's a long-haul flight, Jane. That's quite often when you pick up the bug, more often so than on the short-haul flights. Yes, keeping them at bay. Mm. Hot deals time. What's around in the travel marketplace at the moment? Well, I thought I'd better include a couple of little packages to the islands we were talking about today. So this is a little four-night package, including air. You've got a book by 30 April, travel between now and 30 November. It's a saving of up to 250 per couple, just under 1450 per person twin share, and you're having four nights at the beautiful Chateau Royale Beach Resort in a one-bedroom spa superior suite. You get your return transfers included because, as I said, the airport is a long way out, so it's good to have those costed in. And your flights, as I mentioned as well. And this is on a beautiful beach, but it's lovely facilities at this particular property with a beautiful outdoor pool and spa and wonderful recreational facilities as well. So also Christmas Island. We've got a little seven-night package there. Now, this is what they call a DIY package. So it's your return airfare, your seven nights accommodation, and you get um, seven days car hire included in that as well, and 23 kgs of luggage, and that's from under 17.60 per person. So Mm. that's not bad, is it? Mm -hmm. Because that's a four-hour flight, so that's pretty good value for money, really. When you think it's only two flights a week, it's not like they're getting volume. So I think it's really, really good value. Um, these are some fly cruise packages that we've got here. Uh, this is the Alaskan Glaciers and Whistler Mountains, also valid until the 30th of April. It's for a departure on 15 June. Um, this has just been reduced as a last-minute deal. It's 11 nights, which gives you two nights pre-cruise accommodation in Anchorage. And then you get a transfer to Seward, which is your port where you board the seven-night cruise on Celebrity Millennium down to Vancouver for another two nights in Vancouver at the end. And that is from under 2500 per person. When you mm. think about that, four nights accommodation air and a cruise, mm. not bad value for money. Um, this one is Italy, Spain and France. Again, you've got a book by 30 April. And um, it's from under 2800 per person, and it's a nine-night package, and that's fantastic. And you can upgrade on that if you want to uh, um, a different standard of accommodation. Return airfare is with Qatar Air, one-night pre-accommodation in Rome. Then you're getting a seven-night cruise around the uh, around Italy, Spain, and France, as I've mentioned, and then another night's accommodation at the end in Rome. So good value for money. This is the Italian lakes and mediterranean dream i think this is a lovely one it's valid again until 30 april 16 nights from a touch over five thousand per person and this is actually including a seven day highlight of the italian lake so you're doing a tour with trafalgar cost saver one night pre-tour accommodation milan a seven night lovely itinerary around the italian lakes and then you're also doing a seven night cruise on the msc fantasia uh, from genoa and it's taking in all the wonderful Mediterranean areas there, going down to Mallorca and Barcelona, Cannes, uh, yeah, etc., across to um, Italy. And that is really, really good value for money. Lastly, Enchanting South Pacific Sea. Now, this one's valid till 31 May. It's an 18-night itinerary. So this is a lovely itinerary. One-way economy class airfare to Papiete with Air New Zealand. And then you get three-night pre-cruise accommodation in Papiete and a 15-night cruise aboard um, the regatta from Papiete to Sydney. And you're going to Bora Bora, Pango Pango, 
uh, in uh, American Samoa, Apia in Western Samoa, Suva and Lautoka in Fiji, Numea, Brisbane, and finally into Sydney. And that's under 5,500 for your 18 nights. So that is wonderful. And lastly, Jane, there's an eight-night package uh, valid until the 30th of April. Now, this is accommodation only. Put your best airfare with it. Stay at the Patong Merlin Hotel, which is a four-star hotel, can you believe this? This is only under from under $450 per person for seven nights accommodation. So, And you can upgrade to a pool view room for only another $65 each. Valid for travel between 1 May and 31 October. Again, on sale to 30 April. So there's some great things out there, Jane. There's always some sort of special happening. So no matter where you're going, there's bound to be a bargain for you. Always good to keep your eyes open for those. And do remember the draw. The draw, Come please. The draw. Talking travel. Look at the webpage to a new rfm.com. And, uh, yeah, get yourself in it. Got to be in it to win it. And we'll talk travel again next Friday on 2NURFM. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>